It's not the main quest, just the side adventure. It's not with the whole gang, just one of them. Not the main quest, just a side adventure. Look, someone had to miss because they had some other stuff to do that day. But this is what you get. You get a one-on-one -on -one session with one of your favorite characters. At least in the top five. Maybe, well, I guess maybe the top six or seven by now, but... Back to the song. Not the main quest, just the side adventure. Sometimes you have to go off on your own. Worldwalkers, side adventure. Why is this still going on? I don't know. Welcome to Worldwalkers, a Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition podcast played by professional cartoonists. I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of Worldwalkers. What you're about to listen to is an exclusive adventure just for members of our Patreon. This adventure takes place right after episode 60, as Tin, Ertleby, and Constable Paddington attempt to hunt down a group of hobgoblins that are lurking around the village of Hulkins. I'm able to do bonus work like this because of your support, so I want to take a second to tell you how much that means to me. I get to continue pursuing my dream of sharing my world with everyone because of you guys, so uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, so with that out of the way, let's find out what happens when two gunslingers from COG travel the forest with the law-enforcing bear on the storybook world of Rolanus. Yeah, last we left off, Ertleby uh, had dragged you into uh, the woods, further into the woods, with Constable Paddington to try to investigate and discover what the Hobgoblins were about. Paddington kind of has a little bit of a, um, he's ready to rumble. Like, he's not really, he doesn't seem like he's going in there to investigate, to uncover the truth. He's not going to, like, molder and scully it. He wants to clear these Hobgoblins out. I think uh, it was mentioned before, too, that the village didn't seem to believe that Hobgoblins were around here. No, they, they were, like, pretty skeptical, I think. They're like, they wouldn't come this far. Hobgoblins don't I live mean, in these woods. Like, they yeah. live far to the south. So the idea that there's Hobgoblins in the north it doesn't make any sense. So Constable's even more concerned, and he's not... You can tell as you guys are walking the kind of way that he's carrying himself, he's ready to eliminate the threat. Can I just be singing, for a long time we've been marching off the battle. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> In Which? a thundering herd, we feel a lot like cattle. <laughs> Come on, Pedro, it's your part. Do yeah. the Paddington voice. Is this Mulan? What do we want? A girl is fighting for. That's my attempt at Paddington. Make a man out of you. That's all I know. Good, good. Paddington, I didn't know you could sing. Also, slow your roll for a second. So everybody, slow your roll. And Ertle B would, would like raise her hands up like this. And be like, Now that we're here, a little deeper in the woods, there's something I used to do in my garden. 
that I'd really like to try right now. Just with you, my my closest friends. And Constable takes a step back. Constable. I'm ready, I'm ready Grandma. You're, you're making me feel like this is going to... This has to be cooler than it actually is. Okay, here I go. And she'll, like, walk up ceremoniously to um, a vine on a tree. And she'll stare at it with, like, uh, solemnity and, like, a serious face. And, and like, the air is heavy with anticipation. And then she'll kind of, like, bend like a teapot and put her ear right next to it and be like, Hello! I'm speaking to plants. Hello. <laughs> Which is actually a spell. So it'll be just you speak to plants. And here's what it does. I imbue plants within 30 feet of me with limited sentience and animation, giving them the ability to communicate with me and follow simple commands. And I can question plants about events in the spell's area within the past day, gaining information about creatures that have passed weather and other circumstances. Hello. Okay, so um, when you cast that spell, um, you can feel the vine kind of... I mean, no one else can see what you feel, but like to you, the the vine kind of gains a bit of uh, sentience. You can kind of feel its essence come forward a little bit more. And when you do that, it's getting ready to speak, but you can actually feel an essence even deeper if you want to reach further past the vines. Up to you. Uh I do. So you reach even further past the vines into this kind of deeper essence that seems to lie somewhere further into the woods, and it gives you the impression of a question, but it doesn't say anything. Tin, tin whispers, what did they say to you? It gave me the impression of a question, but nothing further. What? What are you doing? I'm talking to plants. Oh, please don't. Why not? The, the forest is mischievous. You don't you don't want to reach out to it. Plant, this guy's talking shit about you. What do you have <laughs> to say about that? <laughs> talking some bad shit. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't me. I'm just passing along what I heard. <laughs> You feel this kind of essence pour forth from deep within the forest. And the vine feels like it wants to talk. It's just not getting a chance. It's like, it's like the equivalent of like, like basically facing like a man spread, like on a subway. Oh. And it's like, excuse me. Like, they kind of like, pardon me. <laughs> um, and this essence reaches out to you as a sort of invitation. Is it flirting with me? I, I don't know where you lie on the plant spectrum, but <laughs> um, Ertlebe would would turn to the vine and say, "Vine, what's going on? I'm getting mixed signals from the the deeper entity in the forest." The vine wants to know your question. Like it kind of reaches out and gives you that impression, but that that invitation is still like, pulsating from inside the forest. Tell the forest to shut up! Okay, that's one vote. Uh, Paddington, what, what do you what, think? What is going on? Well, okay. It's as if it's inviting me. Nope. 
I, I no. want to accept. No. I want. No. Okay, okay. Lay out why I should say no. Just, uh, just hit me. Because the forest is stupid. Because it's mischievous. <laughs> it's like a child. It wants to play. We're not here to play. We're here to discover the intentions of the hobgoblins and then murder the hobgoblins so that their intentions don't matter. What if... Nope. What if I trust the forest? Over me. Oh. Oh, it's going to be like that, huh? You, you must choose. <laughs> okay. Erdelby has a choice. Erdelby is mischievous, too. <laughs> the forest is a kindred spirit. Erdelby doesn't want to offend Paddington. Erdelby needs to think. Paddington, what are the the animal people, such as yourself, on this planet? You mean people? Yes, people do do for food. What do you eat each other? I'm just curious. Is that what the forest told you? Yes, <laughs> it told me all sorts of weird things about it is, you. It is time to go, and he kind of just starts taking some steps forward. Classic avoidance over the question. <laughs> uh, Paddington, I'm sorry. The forest didn't say that. I was trying to distract you to stall the time. The forest so kind of brings itself to bear a little bit to try to overpower the bear and let you know the invitation is still there. But Paddington's just like, he's walking. He's walking? He's walking. I mean, he. here's the thing. Give me an insight check. <laughs> Either uh, one of either one of you. Rolls or both. A... Do another. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Natural one. <Ooh>. Paddington <laughs> must be a bear. Everything's... Yeah. All right. <laughs> Tim I got... everything's great. I got an eleven. Eleven's all right. Um, you can see that like his pace is slow. Like, he walks away from the situation the way that I walk away from my daughter when I'm just going to have to leave. If she doesn't want to get in the car, then, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, I guess you're just going to stay outside. I already locked the door, so you'll have to wait for me when I get back. What do you think we should do, Tin? Uh, Tin's probably not thinking much of anything with that insight check. But... <laughs> <laughs> She's just happy to be outside. She likes that their son. Uh, um, um, Is our son that big? Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Tin probably is. Uh. Tin. I think is very. Like kind of enamored with the fluffiness of Paddington. And so she just naturally <laughs> wants to just stay close to him. So she's like, I think we should follow the bear. <laughs> or at least we should we should we should not leave the bear. It'll be with smile and like like reach out and grab Tin's hand and be like, You're right, dearie. After I accept the invitation of the forest, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, a soft glow flutters past you, Ertleby. Yes. A few oh, no. glowing bits of warmth race past your face t- as well, Tin. Oh my god, seizures. Constable Paddington <laughs> looks put off as he sighs. And then, Sorry. without warning, these 
glowing, kind of pulsing lights fly from everywhere. They glow furiously as they speed toward Paddington. They begin to swirl about him at like a terrifying speed. He looks truly panicked as he swings furiously at them. Uh, these uh, glowing entities pick up speed, leaving trails of glowing golden sparkles behind them. He screams to the sky as he's lifted from the ground, and then, with a burst of starlight, he's gone. All that's left is the fading of his scream and two paw prints where he stood. The kind of glowing <laughs> entities begin to swing happily back and forth, content in what they've done, and then scatter to the winds. As they leave... <laughs> <laughs> you killed Paddington! <laughs> no one will believe you! <laughs> no! <laughs> I love how that's your first response. <laughs> like, immediate response. No one will believe you. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> As these entities leave, a question is left with Ertleby, one that she can't hear, but it's something inside her, however, understands it just fine. And it asks, if for the first time, whatever this, this force, this entity is that's reaching out to you, it finally leaves words with you, and it says, will you play with us? Tin is like, nope! <laughs> Tin is like, she'll probably, like, kneel down on the ground and, like, grab on to Ertleby and, like, <laughs> while looking at where Paddington left, is shaking Ertleby and, like, Grandma, Grandma! <laughs> Whatever those things are, I don't know if we should trust them. I mean, it seems like they really like you, but what if they come for me next? What if they come for me next? <laughs> Ertleby would like and like, like a hushed whisper be like they just disappeared a fully grown bear like he was nothing oh my god <laughs> they were so cute and glowy how were we to know <laughs> still cracks in her heart. <laughs> you feel a smile envelop you. Oh my god, this forest is like a, a toddler with I magic. I think I love it. I think I love it so much. I don't love that it disappeared Paddington, but I'm just gonna assume he's not dead. Uh, but he might be dead. Uh <laughs> Um, like, Ertleby's had, like, a, like, like, a kind of, like, a big-eyed, crazy smile on her face this whole time. <laughs> She's like, you betcha I'll play along. We are in. Me and Tin, though, can't go anywhere without each other. We are best friends. <laughs> you watch as the trees begin to stretch upward. Soon you feel as if you're deeper in the forest than you could have ever believed. The ground softly gives way as the trees uproot themselves, shuffling themselves about until they've created a recognizable path for the two of you to walk. The trees then root themselves again, and within moments, it looks as if this were the way the forest had always been.
just just so everyone's on the same page, Tin is way out of her fucking element right now. <laughs> she's just probably like real fucking scared, probably more so than she's ever been. Are you like backing <laughs> so away? Just, I'm just clinging. Like I'm as close to Ertlebee as I can be. <laughs> are Are you thinking of leaving? Possibly. Or are you just? At this point, it's kind of like a deer in the headlights where I'm just like uh, a little bit frozen and I'm not going to make the first move. I'm just going to like probably instinctually follow Ertlebee because uh, they got rid of Paddington. It's so. holding tightly on to, to Tin's hand. Um, she's regained some of her composure. Her eyes are really wide, though, and like sparkling, but she's also got like sweat beating on her forehead a little. <laughs> But but she's a little more, a little less shocked than she was originally. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I think we should go this way, which is the way of the road. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Tin, why don't you take this time to tell me a little bit more about yourself? We are both from the steampunk planet of Cog, after all. Uh, yeah, there's not much to tell. I mean, I just would deliver messages. And that was my life. Literally, that's it. <laughs> it's almost like I didn't put much more thought into my backstory. <laughs> but I, I feel like there's more history to you. <laughs> Probably more planning. Well, I have always loved plants. In fact, I was really excited to speak with plants. Who knew? This is what happened when you speak with plants. (laughs) Yeah, it's the first time you cast a spell, right? Yep. (laughs) When she was just a gardener, she used to just talk to plants. They wouldn't quite answer, (laughs) answer back or completely rearrange an entire forest, or disappear a bear. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, those trees, they almost, like, if you were a little crazier, you would almost see them as walking. Like, getting up and just, hum, 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 hum. <laughs> I mean, that would be super crazy, but, like. So, as you begin walking down this path, it's not long before those glowing orbs come back. They kind of, like, peek from oh, God, behind no. trees. <laughs> Do you know any of the dances of Cog? <laughs> um, Did you ever have to do any singing telegrams for your messaging service? <laughs> um, I was, at first, I, I did have a few, but um, I was rated so poorly <laughs> on, uh, on my presentation that uh, they decided that I was just gonna, just gonna do straight, just normal messages. Is being in the forest like this and seeing all these beautiful glowy orbs just makes me want to do a cultural dance from the <laughs> steampunk planet of Cog. And she like she grabs like Tin's hands and like starts yeah. just like jumping up and down in like a circle with her. It's like me. And then as you do, yeah. the those globes kind of start coming around you and they float around you and they they try to. If you have rhythm, they match it. If you don't, they just work with you. And they just kind of swirl around you. Um, some of them are coming out from the treetops. 
Um, some of them come out of bushes. Some of them come from behind blades of grass and then just kind of grow in size to the appropriate size. They kind of move around with you and like if if you're dancing, they're dancing. Don't do the robot. I knew you were going to go there, Tin. Do it. Uh, yep. <laughs> you doing the sprinkler? Or... I'm doing the sprinkler. Oh, no. I'm, I'm a because you're a gardener, yeah. Yeah, Ertelby's doing the sprinkler, and then she gets like the the hand behind the head, foot in hand move going. Ugh. It's just a historic cog dance. <laughs> Tins are in the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just we're just bringing out our moves and we're dancing with some orbs. Wee. <laughs> Tin is dancing, but the entire time she definitely has like a. <laughs> Look on her face. <laughs> yeah, Ertelby uh, hasn't lost that bead of sweat on her forehead, even though now it might just be a bead of sweat from dancing. As you continue doing that, the 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 globes help push you along as well. Like sometimes they move a little bit forward, and see if you move forward. They can make people disappear. What they want. I am happy to oblige. <laughs> All right, so yeah, they kind of help you along the path still. So you're, you know, you're dancing. If you start to kind of like, like at some point they try, like one of them, like flies right into your face and then kind of bumps into your forehead and then flies away real fast and then stops and turns around and looks at you and waits. Kind of bobs. Actually, and, really cute. And then it it moves forward a little bit. Um, who, is it, who is that happening to? Uh, uh, Ertleby. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Ertleby would would look unaffected, kind of off to the side, until the, the dot looks like it doesn't think she's going to do anything. Yeah. And then she would take her hat off and do like a flying leap <laughs> and try and catch the orb with her yeah. hat. And then so as soon like, as you take off and, and, and run with it, they all like, they either give chase or they create chase. Like they're having the time of their lives. And, and as they're running along, they're getting more, they're getting brighter and brighter and happier and happier. And yeah, it's just a great time. You 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 can't even keep track of how long you've been in here. Yeah, it's just a great time. It's just they're just flying around and it, it's super exciting. And uh, the path winds throughout the forest, and then suddenly it just abruptly ends, and all of the glow, um, all of the kind of globes come up with you, and they stop right at the edge, and they kind of pull back. They don't. I mean, it's hard to get a vibe from them because they don't have any faces or gestures <laughs> but they don't seem freaked out by this they just kind of stop right here the two of you are shocked to see that the path suddenly falls off into an expansive chasm like if you had kept running and weren't looking there's a chance that you could have just fallen in all across the gap are vines that hang from trees and earthy pillars with flat surfaces about 10 feet in diameter Ertleby hears a faint giggle from somewhere inside her as the forest grows taller and begins to form a canopy above the chasm. Only random shafts of light let you know that it's still daytime. And then the globes, the kind of glowing um, essences, pull back and kind of lightly dance and bob and weave back into the forest and pull back. And then suddenly, this is it. The chasm goes as far to your left and as far to the right as you can see. This is like the worst invitation ever. Like, was... <laughs> For some reason, I imagine like a tea party at the end of all of this. 
to be honest, I I don't really know what I was expecting, but wasn't quite this. And then in her heart, but also out loud, Ertlebee would be like, where are we? Eh? (laughs) (laughs) Forest? The vines start to sway in the wind that's not there a little bit, and the grass on the earthy pillars kind of waves back and forth in an attractive manner. Tin would be like, boy... We would really like our friend Paddington to be back. We're just a, a trio, if you know what I'm saying. Inseparable. There is a rip know. in the ground behind you. Some kind of small hole rips and creaks oh. open. The dirt falls and this like red, hellish light bursts out from the ground. And it's about 10 feet in diameter. I don't know if you're looking inside there. If you're getting any closer to the hole, but from here, that's all you can see. And the hole's waiting for you. Erdlebee moves uh. to the hole. Alright, you move to the <laughs> hole, and inside, it just seems to drop forever. And it's just, it looks like a combination of, like, the colors, the, the light that comes from it looks like a combination of hate and sadness and despair and even torment. Forrest, are you sad? And so you feel like you could go that way and then your attention <laughs> is kind of weirdly pulled back towards the vines and the pillars. You know what the great thing about being level 6 is? I can cast three level three spells. <laughs> Erdlebee's going to talk to to the vines. The, the vines don't talk. It's all the same essence you were already speaking to. Oh, no. And as soon as you kind of call that number, <laughs> you feel that deep essence. But now you feel yourself surrounded by that essence. Like, you're there. You're in the heart of it. And mm. the 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 glows start to come back out and circle around you and sway happily and they're waiting for your question. What's that hole over there? And they kind of spin around you in a frantic manner and then try to push you away from the hole. What's this cavern over here? So you turn back around and they kind of get happy and like one of them, a couple of them fly off and they pretend to grab the vines and then swing to the next vine or then swing onto the pillar. Like they're just effortlessly gliding through the air. So it's not, you know, impressive or anything, but they look like they're having fun. Um, give me an insight check. Uh, or it'll be, or it'll be with advantage 10 as normal. Uh, I got, uh, 21. 21. Oh, Oh, nat 20! Oh. <laughs> Both of you, it would be fair to pull an assumption from here that it kind of looks fun. It almost looks like like a jungle gym. Like There's a lot of different ways to move through that area. Okay, this to me just screams a Finding Nemo, Nemo moment where they're like, oh, we come to a chasm. Oh, should we go on top or should we go through it? It looks scary at the bottom, so we should go on top. And then there's, like, jellyfish and they almost die. So, like, Tin's thought (laughs) was that she's just literally going to fly them across (laughs) the chasm. Oh, 
Ertlebe would be like, what if you let me try swinging? And then if I fall, you catch me with your flying. Because it did actually look really fun to Ertlebe. Yeah. <laughs> Tin, Tin is just like, <laughs> she just like, again, gets on the ground and like, try eye level with Ertlebe's like, <laughs> so many things want to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> that I think we should err on the side of caution. Can we do like a quick cut now to Tin flying Ertleby, but Ertleby like holding on to the vines and like <laughs> like Tin's holding her the whole time, but Ertleby's like wee, and she's like pretending she's swinging. Can we can we do that? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess so. Then Tin Tin will be like. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just thought of like horoscope. I may not be a smart robot, but, <laughs> but it'll yeah, be she- fine with getting flown, uh, like across the, but she wants to get away from that, the hole of sorrows. And as soon as you guys don't want to go that way, it closes up. Um, Everything's fine. Okay. That makes Tin even more concerned. So she's yeah, gonna like yeah. <laughs> she's gonna very quickly like gather Ertlebe up <laughs> like a little bundle. And um I still haven't thought of my word. Uh uh Well, uh <laughs> literally the first thing I thought of was hip hip hooray. <laughs> so I guess that'll be my word for flying. <laughs> Yeah, so hip hip hooray, and then... Alright, so your cloak folds in, and it kind of wants to respond to what you want the wings to look like. So first, are they bat or bird? Bird. Alright, and then do you want to describe those wings at all? Mm, They're shiny. That's it. (laughs) I'm really bad at description. (laughs) Um, there are shiny bird wings that potentially look metallic. So, I uh, need a strength check to carry Ertleby. 14. Yep, you're good. So, you pick her up and you're ready to go. So, you just kind of fly right over everything. Ertleby goes yes. wee the whole time. So the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. Tin, glows- Tin will try and try and make it fun for her and maybe like fly up and down. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like a roller coaster for Ertleby. Sure, try sure. to like make up. For for uh, Rooney Ertlebee's fun. Listen. Maybe does a loop-de-loop. So many things want to kill us. <laughs> you put your arms under her, and then uh, your cloak opens up and then unfolds into a set of uh, beautiful, possibly metallic-looking wings, and you take off into the sky. And, yeah, you fly forward, and you kind of pull yourself up, and then... Just imagine Ertlebee going, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> What is with me in movie quotes tonight? So then one of the branches on the side comes to life and it rockets forward, twisting and turning, and it slams into you for 20 damage. What the fuck? And I need you to make a um, strength saving throw. Uh, Okay. That sucks. Um, 24. It tries to shove you back into the ground, and you're able to hold yourself up there. Just give me a strength check, see if you can hold on to Ertleby. Oh, I have to do another one? Yeah, that was a save note to see if it could throw you into the ground. 
20. Yeah, you're good. So you 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 wrap your arms tight, you hold on to her, and that branch is it just you can hear it like the bark rip and shred as it flies forward and just this it it unfurls like a giant hand and tries to smack you out of the air. More branches left and right are coming to life and starting to race forward. What do you want to do? Uh I'm gonna be holding her like Ertleby! Ertleby! <laughs> Tell them to stop! <laughs> Tell them to stop. Yeah, it'll be your spell still active if you're con- if you're holding the concentration. Yeah, it's like whoa, 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 whoa. That's what it'll be says. Yep. Give me an insight check. Insight check happening right now. Not twenty. You take in the feelings that are rushing at you, and this essence inside the forest, which you're beginning to understand is the forest itself. It's just giving. This is washing you with like feelings of unfair, unfair, unfair. Oh. Oh, it's like so. Ertleby would would like relay this um, to to Tin. She'd be like, "It's jealous." <laughs> um, Tin, what are you doing? Uh, hurry! You gotta hurry. The branches are racing uh, towards Tin, you. Tin is going to probably just be like, "Well, uh, if I'm basically a sitting duck in the air, then I guess I'll just freaking follow what the stupid forest wants." So that I at least have a fighting chance of whatever mischievousness. Uh, and so she'll like, <laughs> just <laughs> smoke coming out of her. And she's like, <laughs> she's like going, diving in for like an emergency landing. Do we like land uh, on one of the pro- columns or oh, keep going. Oh, yeah, so she'll be like, I told you it wanted to kill us. (laughs) Are you going for one of the columns or for the starting area? uh, I'm uh, going to do a column. Okay, one second. Why not? What's your AC? Really high. So high. (laughs) Um, 16. 16. 14 more damage as the branch slams into you and tries to throw you back into the ground. Uh, give me okay, a strength well, save. What? I'm doing what you want, plants! <laughs> and since your spell is still active, you can just feel like this. Not hatred yet, but just like, not fair! Not fair! Um, <laughs> the forest okay. really is a toddler. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, uh, it's a 13. So it slams yeah. you into the ground, and you and Ertleby uh, take... Another eight damage. This is, oh, she gets eight. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can up it if you want. I, I don't want her to Um, Cool, so, like, <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> Tin, Tin goes, like, probably from the ground, she'll just be like... <sighs> and, like, Ugh, and also maybe, like, now. Um, and then she'll go hip, hip, hooray. <laughs> to like stop the freaking spell. All right, so yeah, your 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 cloak shuts down. It will not be active for another nine hours. I just love the like <laughs> the like pain, like hit, hit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She's like cool. <laughs> tin tin isn't like on a grander scheme of scale of like she is not happy that the first time <laughs> she uses this cloak she gets the crap beat out of her okay that's not how you encourage people to use their new magical items 
<laughs> so are we are we on top of a column right now? And no, is no, still it, a branch it's, attacking us? <laughs> no, it smacked you back to the to the the ground. Like you gotta. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it'll be be like <laughs> like <laughs> big ol' eyes, crazy smile again. I'm like whoopsie, looks like we didn't follow the rules apparently. And as she's doing this, she's like getting it. Like wait, Tin, how's how much? How healed are you? I have 24 hit points. Uh, that was like one branch whipping. Um, do you remember two. how good the crystals are? What, what do they do? How much do crystals heal? All of you? I don't know. I thought uh, so. Okay. Uh, do you have any crystals on you? Because I've got a bag full of them. Uh, Tin will just be like, I got this. Because I have a healer's kit. And I've got multiple. Can I just potentially like heal myself and try and like... Use as many healer kits as I need to, or... <laughs> You're going to spam the healer kits? Yeah. When it's an action, you can spend one use of a healer's kit to tend to creature, restore 1d6 plus 4 hit points to it, plus additional hit points equal to the creature's maximum number of hit dice. You cannot regain hit points from this feat again until you finish a short or long rest. No! Yeah, let's use one of the crystals. Tin, tin knows the, the challenge of using expensive healing items... Or just expensive items in general, but she's like, I don't know, I got pretty beat up. <laughs> so, and if it's just me and Ertleby and the forest is this much of a douche, yeah, I'll, I'll use a crystal. Alright, so I guess I'll use one healing crystal. Okay. Yeah, so you smash the crystal... And then you feel the entirety of your vitality return to you. Um, any kind of nicks or dents that were in your armor are gone, and it's like you're mm. you're completely... Well, you're looking a lot better now, Tin. So I think we have to do what those friends of ours are showing us to do. Well, doesn't that look like fun? It'll be... It'll be... Her heart isn't in these words, but she's still smiling really big. <laughs> yeah, Tin is just like brushing the dirt off. It's like, fine, we'll do it your way, Forrest. <laughs> That's right, we will. Haters <laughs> gonna hate. <laughs> Alright, so how you, um how are you guys going about this? Okay, so we got vines. We got vines you and you've on. got platforms. It looks like you could either jump for a vine or jump to a platform. I guess, like, my question is, is so is it kind of, like, clear to us that we're just trying to cross it? Yeah, you can see the other side. Like, you can see the other side, yep. And it, it, it it's a beautiful, welcoming forest once again after a certain number of vines and pillars. I want to stay on the pillars. Seeing as how vines can come alive and decide that they just want to beat the shit out of people. <laughs> okay, how about this? Uh... Tin is gonna. This probably would make more sense. Uh, Tin's gonna be like, "You try the vines, but me and the vines are a little bit like we have a rocky start, and <laughs> we're kind of on the out and outs." Um, so I'm going to use the platforms, and like maybe if you could try swinging above me, so if something happens, I can try and catch you. That sounds good. All right, so Ertlebee's gonna go for the vines. All right, so give me an athletics check. Eighteen. All right, so you, you watch as Ertlebee takes a few steps back, runs forward, and then leaps, grabs onto a vine, and she's swinging. 
and it is every bit as fun as you imagined. Wee! No, it's fun as flying. So while she's doing that, Tin? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go for the platform. All right. Athletics? A 14. A 14 is fine. So you run and jump, and you land square in the middle of this soft yet firm grassy pillar. It's like jumping into a grassy field. Uh, Erdelby? Still swinging. Don't mean a thing if it ain't got Ooh, that swing. That's a natural one. Good thing I'm lucky. Woo. Okay, got a 17 plus four. That's a, sorry. Yeah, plus four. All 21. right, so yeah, you swing and then you see you're real close to the next vine and you just kind of hand yourself off. <laughs> and you're going. You're, you're She's she's booking it that way. Tin. Yeah, I'm just going to do my best to keep up with her. So I'm just going to keep jumping Pillar to pillar. Yep. And now that you've done this a few, uh, twice, Erdelby, you realize that as long as you've got that momentum, you could actually turn this into an acrobatics check. Ooh. If that's, that's better for you. I don't know if it is because of your gauntlets, but. It's, I think, equivalent. Yeah, it might be. Um, yeah, it's the gauntlets are what's saving me. Yep. If it were strength, I'd be doomed, but they're <laughs> the same. It's always going to be a plus four for me. Yep. Okay. So, Tin, you said you're going to jump to the next one? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wow, 10 is just, like, real shook. Um, <laughs> a, a 10. A 10? That's good enough. So, you <laughs> run and, yeah, you run and jump to the next one. So, uh, Erdelby? Erdelby's much farther than you, but... I just got an 18 plus 4, just zipping. Woo! Yep, there you go. If I want to, can I double back? Can you I, can like, if you want. Swing? Yeah, you can actually, yeah. And, like, it's almost like if you have the desire to go back, the vine weirdly enough kind of curves almost as if that's how it was attached above you and it brings you back you can you can just like swing right by tin if you want to in a flagrant fashion you know i'm gonna yep how how nice of the vine what it feels like for half a second it feels like two protective hands giving you your first push off of a swing as you just kind of move forward and something something in you that you haven't felt for a very very long time comes back to you in that moment you 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 feel just a touch of that reassuring parenthood that used to protect you as you swing right by tin get good sucker <laughs> Tin's just gonna, she's just gonna keep her head down and and be like, well, whatever, stupid vines. They're not even that cool. Vines better. And then she's gonna just keep trying to jump to the next pillar as fast as possible. All right, give me another jump. Do another strength check. Hey, athletics, yeah. Um. Okay. It is a twenty-one. So you do that, and then suddenly, Erdelby, not not Tin, hears like. Kind of, you feel like the sensation of like giggling from within the forest and excitement, like that's it's really pleased with how much fun you seem to be having, and then the vines start to move back and forth on their own, and the platforms start to rise or sh- sh- uh, shrink. They start to shift, and like the whole forest seems to kind of come alive as everything starts to move and different patterns and ran you know yeah it it looks like it might be some kind of pattern but like the vines are moving on their own the the earth 
rises and then sinks over and over again, and this whole thing has become a lot more interactive. So, uh, Ertleby? Ertleby would break out into song <laughs> as she's swinging in turn with the beat of the, the like, forest. Forest, we are having fun, swinging and hopping with the pal. Forest, take good care of us. We are meat sacks, don't let us fall. So that's the song she sings to the forest to try and, like, get on its good side some more. Yep, and you both gain inspiration. As suddenly... The, those glowing orbs rush out and start to dance around you and kind of like they're basically going to be so you're not ga- you're you're gaining inspiration but you're gaining something else too as they float around you they you kind of feel like they're ready to help you to carry you so you're going to have advantage for the next couple of checks as Yay! both of you are surrounded by these as they they spin around you and they're they're they just looks like they just want to embrace you Awesome. So, yeah, she's going to keep swinging around, and she's going to swing at a pace on the vines, always to try and keep up with Tin, so they're never too far apart. All right, Tin, your turn. Yeah, Tin's just, she's still kind of grumbly. She's not, (laughs) she's not, she's not one to fall for theatrics. (laughs) She's always, she's always vigilant, ready. So... She's probably like got these glowy things attached to her, and she's like grumbling under to herself. All right, she's gonna keep going. Um, twenty. Nice. Yeah, you run and jump, and you just you you don't even feel like they helped you on this regard. Like they they were there for you, but you didn't need them. Is what I mean. So you run and jump, and you're on the next platform. Um. Yeah, you guys are making a good pace. You guys ready to go again? It'll be just rolled um, uh, 13 plus 4, so 17. And you swing to the next vine and kind of find yourself in a nice little loop. You can almost, if you wanted to for flavor, you could change vines to stay in the area as well, like you're doing so well. She's gonna. She's gonna be a horrible <laughs> show off. Um, All right. Uh, tin? Yep. Tin is not gonna be a show off. And she's just gonna keep doing her thing. She's like the tortoise in the tortoise and the hare situation. Like Ertlebee's just the hare going, going fast, and and I'm I'm just gonna be like, I'll show you. I'll get there eventually. Um, oh. <laughs> well, I accidentally rolled it, but it was a it's a seventeen. So. Nice, another run and jump, and you're good there. Yeah, but the the pillars, like, you had to kind of time it, because the pillars, they'll rise up when you're ready to jump. Like, you've got to kind of, you're paying attention, making sure you know when to go. All right, so you do that, and then you land on that platform. You're starting to feel good about your, your chances of success. Everything's going really well. And then behind you, you start to hear vine snap, and you start to watch as different pillars are falling apart to dirt. That little bit of chaos is slowly growing your way. Heard of me? Um, Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tin knows where this is going. <laughs> Tin's gonna be like, yeah, let's do this. I'm not, nope. <laughs> the, the orbs are helping Tin get on this vine. 
<laughs> on that vine? No, no, no. The, this nearby vine. <laughs> <laughs> you swoop back around. Now this one. <laughs> yeah, not mine. The other one. Erdelby's going to grab onto the next vine and be like, we got to move. And she's going to, I rolled a 15. Wow. Um, yep. So plus four, 19. So, yeah, you think, we got to move. And then you just one hand a vine and just shoo, <laughs> swing forward. Um, Tim? Yeah, I'm just gonna get on the vine. <laughs> Alright. Do it for the vine, as they yep. say. Wow, Tim really didn't want to do this at first because I got a nat one. Good thing I have advantage. <laughs> I got another nat one! <laughs> oh my god. But I also Lucky, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Two okay, lucky guns the woods. <laughs> I rolled an eight, but with my uh, modifiers, it is a fourteen. You just wait. Let me check. No, your hand starts to slip. But okay, wait. If I get to re-roll it and I have advantage, does that mean that I get to? Re-roll? Nope. So you either gotta spend your inspiration here, or spend another, or spend another luck point. I'm gonna spend another luck point. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my gosh! Okay, uh, uh, nineteen. So your hand misses, but luckily your other hand was able to grab up just in time. And you're not seeing that she has a lot of momentum in this because she was like, "Whoa!" But yeah, for now <laughs> she's on the vine. Uh, Erdemy? She's gonna keep swinging. She's All like, right. "We got this, lady. Let's do it." All hustle, right. hustle. Um, Come on, without me. Fourteen. All right. So that is not enough. Uh, with it's a I, like I rolled a fourteen. Oh, and then I oh okay. So yeah, yeah, so it's eight. <laughs> okay, you're good. Yeah, so new swing forward, grab the next rope, and you're pretty close to the end. Ten. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have about ten feet of space that's still usable behind you because the rest is falling away at a rapid pace. Jesus. Okay. Uh, I got a 19. Yeah, so you grab the next vine, swing forward, and you are, I mean, you're a little bit further behind than Ertleby, but yeah, you can see that end. You're, you're almost there. Um, and as you guys see the, the cusp of the, uh, you see, like, the, the end of your adventure, the kind of glow leaves you all. Like, it, it's like, it's no. excited. It's like, it kind of gives you, like, it, Erdelby can feel like one last burst of encouragement, and then they go to the side to watch you successfully get to the end, hopefully. Erdelby, your turn. Is gonna, is gonna try and give Tin advantage, I think. So she's gonna... No, no, don't. You sh- oh. Don't. She, she, I'm fine. She's go. not... I'm not gonna leave you! Tin, Tin, like, is like, don't be a hero! Okay. <laughs> um, Alright, Erdely can maybe be more helpful on land. She's going to try and finish this. So all she's right. going to do her roll. That one. But she's lucky. Mm. So she's going to roll again. Not two. I'm, I'm great. Alright, I've got one luck point left. So I'm going to I'm gonna use my final luck point. Yeah, I'm going to save the inspiration. Okay. Um, I just got a 17 plus 4 is 21. So you watch as she lets go of her vine and then misses the vine in front of her and the next one, but then another vine that was swinging randomly by the side kind of falls into her grasp and she, ah, and she swings forward 
<laughs> and crashes into the ground. Safe. Tim, your turn. Oh, okay. It's a 20. Oh, nice. All right. So, yeah. Nice. You grab the next vine, you swing, and you land as well. And <laughs> the, there's just this huge burst of glow that comes from the forest. The Those those floating essences are excited, and they're racing up and down. And they they swim around you, and they... Uh, Ertleby, you get, you get the sensation. And even tinge, you get like a, like a tinge of it right on the edge of your awareness like the forest is almost waiting with bated breath to see how you feel well that uh, was awesome yes does tin follow suit with that she like it'll be like yeah punches tin's arm like yeah, yeah. tin kind of is like at first is like with the punch. And she's like, yeah, it was, it was real, real fun. The canopy above you explodes as leaves fly up into the air and then come down as if fall had suddenly happened in all of its majesty. The winds pick up the leaves and swim around you and then brush them out of your way so that you can walk without any kind of crunching noises or any kind of discomfort. And you all, you both feel as if you just had a long rest. Yes! Because <laughs> I definitely need those lucky points. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> and then, and um, I can do my spells. Each of you needs to roll initiative. You feel like, you know, that rejuvenation flush over you, and it feels like you just woke up on a bright spring morning, and you had the best sleep of your life. And you look over, and ten... There's something about Tin and the way that she's holding herself. Like, she does not... Since you've known her, you've kind of watched as the burdens of this travel have kind of, you know, on some level, I'm sure they've weighed down on you, right? You, uh, you've kind of... Whether you physically aged or not, you probably have been really saddled with a lot of burden and concern, right? Tin kind of gives off this new vibe of, like... Like, she just feels, she just, there's something about her that just feels younger. Tin, you look sexy. As she <laughs> says that, there's something different about Ertleby's voice as well. And as you go to look at her, her voice doesn't creak and crack as much as you're used to, actually. There's a bit more youth in her voice. When you look at her, she does not seem to be burdened with the wrinkles and the folds and the, <laughs> you know, so the burdens of time have lessened on her. She, she looks like she still has gray hair, but she looks like she has recently acquired her gray hair. Like you look like you're in your like early fifties, maybe. And she's standing up a little better. And yeah, you too feel not just rejuvenated, but you feel younger. You feel the best you felt in a long time, I'm sure. Yeah, got that OS update. Tin, if she would, if she could blush, she would probably, she'd, she'd be like, oh, oh. Uh, and she's like, you look pretty snazzy yourself, Grandma. 
like we've stepped through a time portal or something. Is there anything else around for us to notice? Is the just doing- a very well um, plotted out path further into the forest? Uh, I think, yeah. So Tin uh, start walking and probably mention to Ertlebeans like. I get the feeling it's almost like we're going through the Olympics of the forest. <laughs> if we follow the rules, we might be rewarded. But if we don't, and then Tin kind of like quickly glances back at the chasm with the where the vines and stuff were. It's like, uh, it'll bitch slap you. <laughs> so <laughs> I think for now, we're best doing what the forest wants. Thanks for listening to part one of Fun Times in the Forest. Part two will be posted soon as well. If you enjoyed the episode, I encourage you to tell Megan and Olivia about it. They'd love to hear from you. You can reach Megan at Doodle for Food on Twitter. And you can hit up Olivia at Olivia Walsh on Twitter as well. The music from this episode comes from Kevin McLeod. You can find his work at Incompetech.com. The sound effects come from Sirenscape, and you can find them at Sirenscape.com.